Welcome to Screw the Stock Market. On this show, we discuss a variety of alternative asset classes, tools to help you unleash your money, a success mindset, and inspiration to see what's possible when we do things differently. Hi. Before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you guys for being such avid listeners and also to give you an opportunity to participate in various investment opportunities with Alex and I. Some of the same deals that we talk about will be offered to you so you can put to action what you've learned. Just go to www.screwthestockmarket.com and hit the invest with us button at the top of the page. So as we're talking about the journey to financial freedom, one of the very first steps, which is not the most romantic, it's not the sexiest, one of the very first important steps we all need to take when we're doing that is to review our expenses. If we look at our cash flow statement, we all have certain expenses that we just need to be able to maintain our lives, right? It might be food, it might be shelter, it might be cars, transportation. We just, it costs money to, to live. And one of the easiest ways of attaining financial freedom is by minimizing those expenses. There's often uh, an analogy I've heard, which is it's harder for a professional who makes $300,000 a year to attain financial freedom than it is for a janitor who makes $30,000 because the janitor's expenses are lower. So it will take less for him to reach that $30,000 a year passive income, then it's easier to attain that than it is to attain $300,000 a year of passive income. And so it, it's kind of cool because, you know, if wherever you are on that spectrum, if you're lower, it's kind of encouraging. It's like, wow, I, I, might, I, might, I might be able to take some steps now to get me there sooner. Um, budgeting. So, I mean, for me, the only thing that's really worked in budgeting is this idea of um, they call it the like a, a, a an envelope system, an envelope system where you essentially have an envelope and you put the cash for that category of money uh, of expenses for the for the month. It might be um, you know groceries, five hundred bucks for the month or whatever it might be, and you put actually the cash in there and you go and spend it. When there's no more money in there. You don't spend it anymore. That's it. You go hungry or whatever, rice and beans or whatever. Um, it's a lot of work, especially in this day and age where everything is on credit cards and stuff. So um, it's hard. It's really hard to do, but um, that's been the most effective thing that I've done. How about you, Aziz? Well, I think before we jump into like what practices we use, I think we need to come up with the basic principle of how to budget um, and what it means to budget. And I think it all comes down to planning. Um, a lot of us are just reactionary in terms of our spending and financial habits. You know, you're just reacting to things. Stuff is coming up. I got to spend to this. I got to spend for that. Um, and you don't end up planning in advance for a lot of these things. Some of things are unexpected, definitely, but you do have set costs that come every month, but yet we react to them as if they're a surprise every time um, and we don't have the money allocated for it. So the first thing you should start off with is sit down, consider all of your expenses, mandatory required expenses, you know, write those down, figure out how much each one of those costs and allocate the amount of money from your income that should go to each one of those expenses. 
then from what remains after that allocate some money to your general uh, savings and it could be a emergency fund or it could be savings for a specific purpose I would recommend for emergency fund first have a set number in mind for how much you need for an emergency fund you know PC people will say three months four months worth of earnings some will say six months it really depends on your financial capability and that's another important thing don't base your budget on what someone else has told you or what someone else is capable of doing because everyone's financial situation is different base it on what's realistic for you um, so base it on your income base it on what's required for you to pay and base it on your lifestyle now that's another factor you have to consider are certain aspects of your lifestyle really necessary some of us kind of go into this well you know, I, I might be dead tomorrow, so I got to live the best I can today. Well, uh, okay, you can do that. But also, you know, with the state of health care and everything else, you might be alive for the next 50 years. And now you're alive and broke living miserably because you've lived it up during your prime earning years. And now you can't afford anything else and you're getting old. So, again, balance out. You can have splurge moments, but build that into your budget as well. So make sure you have... Your required, your required costs, those are like your bills, then your, um, what do you call it, savings, and then your splurge money. Then the other aspect you should take into consideration that a lot of people don't is what are your bills? I'm shocked a lot of times to hear people don't even know what they're paying bills on. I mean, they have recurring costs on random subscriptions and things that they don't even remember. So sit down and evaluate where all of your money is going. Check your you know, your bank statements. A lot of people don't even look at those. Look and see where your money is going. I, I remember speaking to someone not too long ago, um, telling them this, and when they looked at their bank statements, they realized they were signed up for like 10, 15 different minor subscription services that they don't even remember signing up for. It was one of those like, oh, sign up for one week free trial and you know, call us when you want to cancel and they just forget to cancel, which is what they bank on uh, these companies when they give you those offers. And he ended up saving, I think, close to $500 a month just from those, uh, just from finding those things and cleaning up his bank statements. So those are the types of steps you should be taking on a regular basis to kind of assess your financial status and create a solid working budget. I like that. I have a few things to add. That's really great, Aziz. So... First is for me and my personal budget, I separated it first into the category of pay yourself first. So when, when the money comes in, I've already pulled out money that's going to go towards investment. That's pay yourself first. That's one of those principles. Second one is I have a next category of um, fixed costs, things like my mortgage, my car payment, whatever it is that are just fixed. They're going to be there every single month. And that's very predictable. I don't have any control over these. I, I guess I could. I could sell the car, whatever, but these are like not really decisions. They're just money that's in, in and out right away. And then the last category is the things that are optional, but that, you know, things like groceries, things like haircuts, whatever it is, this is real money I spend, but it's somewhat more in my control. Like I can decide, hey, I'm going to not eat out as much this month or whatever. So that's the one where I focus month to month to actually try to increase or decrease based on what's going on in life. And the last suggestion that you pointed out to was the, the subscriptions. There's a service called Rocket Rocket Money, 
think Rocket Money. It used to be a different name and they got bought by Rocket and they will actually scour your expenses. Once you sign up for them and you kind of, it's a really nice way. It gives you this really tidy report and it'll give you um, notifications like, hey, you got this other subscription. You still want it? Every few months it'll be like, do you still want the subscription? And it'll give you, um, and, and they'll actually renegotiate some of them for you. If you want, you can click on it and they'll go in and like say, oh, you know, now we reduced your Hulu from whatever it was to now we got you a, a deal where you can get. So they'll actually try to save you a few bucks here and there. Um, so that's a pretty cool one too. Uh, budgeting. No, and that's another good one that you recommended is the negotiation aspect. Um, a lot of people think that their bills are set, that, you know, this is what I have to pay every month and that's it. But a lot of things are negotiable. I mean, your phone bill can be negotiable, for example, or your internet bill. I mean, I contact my service providers on the regular and try to negotiate new discounts and new deals all the time, all the time. Um, Refer sometimes back they won't to our negotiation episode, please. Yeah, I'm cheap. <laughs> um, and it's and you know it's counterintuitive. You think that your bills are your bills, and that's that's what they are. But that's not. They're actually negotiable. Sometimes um, you just have to argue enough and try to work your way up the chain. And normally, sometimes you might be able to find some sort of deal or some sort of special that was not, you know popularly advertised or might be available because you've been a customer for such a long time or you know as an advantage to keep you as a customer as opposed to having you switch to someplace else that's cheaper so look at those opportunities and if you do need to switch services whether it's going to a new grocery store that's cheaper or a new service provider for internet phone whatever uh that might be cheaper look those things up research that type of stuff i know it's a little bit of a hassle at the beginning but it'll save you money and it'll give you lots of discounts. Also, look at your jobs. Sometimes your jobs will have discount programs um, with different providers that might also save you some money. Um, I'm not saying that you should be clipping coupons every five seconds, but these are some things for your major expenses that might save you a couple of bucks. That's a good point about the clipping coupons. My, my last point with this is that overall, the, the picture of financial freedom is not just about reducing our expenses and living a life of austerity. I'm a big believer in, hey, let's do this for a time, and then we increase our means so that we can then live a, a life of comfort and fun and freedom. And But the very first step is to get control of it. Um, one of the things I've seen, and I've, I've been guilty of it, is that as my means have expanded, so have my expenses. And, and at the end of the day, that's a problem, right? So if, if the goal is to become some multimillionaire who's making 50,000 bucks a month, $100,000 a month, that's my goal, then having control and having total control over my expenses and my finances, it's a starting point. And it's only going to get harder the more you have. So having control of what you have right now is, shows the discipline that you're the person who can, who can handle the responsibility of more income. And that's why I'm a big believer in budgeting first to become that person who's worthy of having more later. Yeah. And that's another factor, too, is income. Um, if what you're budgeting for is not feasible at your current income level, that's also another thing that makes you have to stop and think, OK, well, maybe I need to improve my income. 
And that also takes a little bit of effort and time, whether it's finding a new job or maybe prioritizing getting some sort of training or something that will allow you to get a better paying job. Um, this is something that will help you kind of uh, visualize and make that a goal that you can start working towards as well. We should totally have an episode on jobs because all this other stuff is like freedom, moving to the right side of the of the cash flow quadrant. Yeah. But that's the reality where most people are, right? It's like, I need to get the best job I can today. We're going to do that next. All right. That's a wrap. Thank you.